Hey, I'm Brenna. And I'm AC. And welcome to An Obsessive Nature, where we're geeks, but we're also writers now. What's up, everybody? Uh, <laughs> can't take myself seriously with Mia looking at me like that. Um, I'm sorry, you look so cool. <laughs> You're a gamer. Okay. So... Hello, today we're going to do another Obsessions update uh, per my request. I'm like weirdly nervous. You'll understand why in a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll just get into it. Should we talk about Mia being here? Yeah, my little okay. sister is here. Um, she's going to join us for next couple episodes and she might pipe in a little bit during this one. Um, yeah. She has something she's been obsessed with recently too, as does everyone, because what else are you going to do other than watch things and, you know. All cool people are constantly like getting into new stuff, I think. Exactly. Anyone who's worth knowing. Exactly. I agree. Okay. So. Should I, should I go ahead and talk about mine since yours are deeper and you're nervous about them? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you kick it off? <laughs> Recently, in like, I guess a couple months ago, I like got really, really big into um, Little Mix, who is a girl group from the UK across the pond. And they're like, they're huge globally, but like America really hasn't caught on to them too much yet. So they don't. I used to listen to them. I love Mm -hmm. them. I mean, people have probably heard like Wings. That's like their very first song they ever came out with. Well, yeah. And Um, since I was such a big One Direction fan. Mm. They yes. were, Zane was engaged to one of the... Yeah. They were, yeah, and that, uh, you know, song she wrote about him because he was terrible. Anywho, mm-hmm. um, they, yeah, they, yeah. like, haven't really made it gigantic in the States, but they won the X Factor UK, like, years and years mm-hmm. ago. So that's, they also have that connection to One Direction that way. Um, but yeah, and they, I just got obsessed with, like, them and, and girl groups in general, which led me to become obsessed with Blackpink, um, which yeah. is, I'm sure everyone, they're freaking music video that they put out last month Mm -hmm. um in june got like four it has like 400 million views already like it's insane and it hit that within like two days like it's crazy so i got into them and i've always kind of been into um i've been into k-pop since like middle school but i only really or no since high school but i only really listened to one band um or one group it was a boy group it was big bang which is um I think they're set to have their comeback now that Blackpink has come back, which wow. is exciting because they just got all released from the military because they had to do their <laughs> mandatory service. Um, and I will stick by the fact that if if they hadn't have had to do that, BTS, they would have been the BTS of America, just saying. Um, mm. They're like, I mean, G-Dragon, who's kind of like the, he's pretty much like the king of K-pop. He's considered like the richest K-pop star probably. And he's, he's like produced music for, because a lot of K-pop artists, like, because they're, the whole thing with K-pop is you have like the different studios and they like have their trainees and they like, yeah. it's crazy. It's a whole weird world, but um, they uh, like a lot of them obviously don't write their own music. Cause it's all like produced by the, it's, it's very like, mm-hmm. it's controversial sometimes. Cause you know, I've seen those videos of like BTS all fainting on stage because they are overworked by their whatever. And it's like, okay. BTS makes a lot of their music though. Yes. And so a lot of people like, so that's kind of why, Big Bang is so cool too is because a lot of them actually make their own music while like Blackpink for instance I don't think has really much say in their music (laughs) maybe it's the girl groups that don't have as much say I'm not sure but maybe it's a gender thing maybe but I don't know I got back into Blackpink again because I was kind of getting into like girl groups and um it led me down 
a rabbit hole of that. And now I'm just completely obsessed with K-pop. Like I haven't been this, like when I first found out about it, like in high school, I only really listened to Big Bang and that's what I was listening to constantly. And then I kind of just didn't really listen to it for years, but now I'm like completely obsessed and I have all these new songs that I'm just constantly listening to and I love it a lot and I'm so obsessed with it. And I think it's hilarious. Like the whole, it's taken on an entirely new meaning because of the whole, um, well, first of all, the whole K-pop and TikTok people, or the whole K-pop fans and then TikTokers like taking over Trump's rally and getting seats that they didn't go to. And um, I think it's it's very interesting. Like even in a thread on Twitter, basically what, if you don't know, K-pop people, K-pop fans will just go into different threads and stuff that have nothing to do with K-pop and like just put a bunch of K-pop spam. Like I think it's it's either to get awareness of like, I don't really know, or like to get awareness yeah, for, of the topic. Um, like, I don't know. When it's a lot crazy. of the Black Lives Matter marches were happening, mm-hmm. um, and like when Breonna Taylor's birthday was and all of that, yeah. they were spamming the hashtag White Lives Matter by like using it and just tweeting mm-hmm. like clips of BTS or like, yeah. Yeah, it's just like gifts of BTS and like a bunch of different stuff. Um, so it's like and- anti-activism that like boosts awareness of other things. Yeah, I think they even, they, like, even on, like, a thread from my former high school, like, because there's a Twitter account now for my former high school, as there's, like, an anti-racism group, like, run by alums um, that's trying to change things at my high school and make it, make it better, Um, and so there was even, like, all of a sudden, just on this random thread, there was just all these random people, like, all these K-pop people, (laughs) just on this thread of it, like, from our local high school, like, it was crazy, so. That's wild. I think it's, it's interesting the world we live in, but I really love k-pop and i don't care if people think i'm weird because i think now it's becoming more mainstream but like yeah back in the everywhere. day it was back in the day it was like what is wrong with you like what is how can you how can you listen to that you don't understand the words it's like first of all a lot of the words are in english i mean especially now because yeah. they're, they're tailoring a lot more of it to global audience so yeah it's interesting i went to in the fall was when i was getting into bts and um we went to there was like a little movie documentary Mm-hmm. of their last album at uh silver spot oh, that's and the awesome. theater was really full like it wasn't yeah. like there were still some seats open but there were a lot of people there and a lot of people wore like like had their like glow stuff that they bought from concerts or like yeah. had t-shirts or like stuffed animals it was really intense well so there's that brand that bts has it's like sold everywhere that's like they, yeah. it's like they have little cartoon characters and whatnot so those are like yeah i've definitely seen that i think the big thing with K-pop that I love are like they're called like the light sticks where every single mm-hmm. group has their own like light stick that's a different um like shape and color yeah. and lights up and that's what they bring to concerts and whatnot so and the fans were so I just have to say because I saw One Direction movie in theaters too and I saw the, the Justin Bieber one in theaters the BTS <laughs> the fans were so much better like the One Direction yeah. fans were loud and obnoxious and they were like screaming and the BTS fans were like quiet and like I don't know. They were like excited, but it was like respectful and not embarrassing. So I think that you like, I think that you know that it's going to sound maybe bad, but I think you know that you've quote unquote made it in like America when you literally have a song with Halsey, you have a song with Nicki Minaj, like you have Mm -hmm. songs with, um, I mean, a bunch of, I don't know who else has been featured. Um, But then Halsey on her, on her album, she had another song with them. Like it's Mm -hmm. crazy. So I yeah. think and, and Blackpink is about to come out with a song and they're teasing who it is who's going to be featured on it. People a lot of people are thinking it's Ariana or Selena Gomez. Whoa. Um which is going to be crazy. So they haven't announced it yet, but people are Damn. 
they probably would have, I think they probably have by the time this comes out, but I think that's crazy. I think that, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm happy that K-pop is becoming more mainstream. I, I just get so angry when I'm like, but Big Bang literally like started K-pop and like, the, oh my God, like in the early, in the late, late 2000s, early 2010s, like they were ugh, the epitome of music. Anyway. <laughs> And of course, my other music is, is Taylor Swift, because I literally cried when I saw the tweet that morning that she was coming out with a random album. And I was like, oh, my God. So I've been listening to that. And I think it's awesome that she's like, I love like indie folk music. Like, that's kind of my favorite type of music. And the oh. fact that this album sounds a lot like that, especially with um, with Exile with Bon Iver, like, oh, my God. So I love it a lot. I love it a lot. Cool. My musical yeah. taste is kind of weird, but yeah. I, I only there's only one genre I hate and that is mm -hmm. entirely hate no matter what it is even like old Taylor Swift songs country I can't stand it and I'm like the biggest Taylor Swift fan in the world but I cannot stand country music it's just ugh. so anyway. it's such a basic opinion Brenda I know it is but I think I feel like a lot of young liberal white women do not like country music <laughs> true except for my best liberal white female friend I think as opposed to your best female conservative friend. <laughs> I mean, I've got friends of all types. Same. Um, but is like super into country, which is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but also likes the new Taylor Swift album, but hasn't liked a Taylor Swift album in years. So. Yeah, it's just, I think she's complete, like she's just continues to reinvent herself and not enough that it's like a totally different, like, I don't know. It's still Taylor Swift, but she's just so good at reinventing herself and changing it up and ugh. Fantastic. Yeah. So. Yeah. The aesthetic looks really cool. I'm super picky about slow songs. So I haven't really listened yeah. to the album as a whole. I've listened to like the first few seconds of each song. And then I really like the song that um, people are like saying is actually a gay song. The one about was it Betty. Is that what it's called? Betty? Well, so what I've heard, I just assumed she was taking the role of like the guy because yeah, I think people are saying that James is really a woman. <laughs> well so here's what the only thing I saw about it was that James and Inez are both names of Ryan Reynolds and what's her name Blake uh mm. Blake Lively's kids and then so and they were thinking oh so Betty's gonna be the baby that she's having and I'm like okay <laughs> like I don't know I guess they're friends because Ryan Reynolds was in the music video for you need to calm down so like mm. maybe but I was like that's interesting I think what I was like, able to understand of the theory is that it's like James Taylor is oh like reference that's cool because she's I've, a huge james taylor fan i've been like i've been like a, a inch away from james taylor not an inch that's kind of creepy but i've been like next to james taylor he came to the obama um well the clinton rally but the obama when obama was on campus he performed oh, um so he was cool. there and i got to take a picture of him oh and he uh wow. yeah so but yes i really love that album and i think that i don't know I, I do the same thing though. I'll listen to like the first few seconds and I'll kind of move on, but then I'll come back to them like eventually. Yeah. Once I like get my favorites and I'll kind of come back to the ones that I didn't really listen to that much. So cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe sort of a segue. This kind of, I think one thing that uh, K-pop has really done and will continue to do is sort of uh, break down gender stereotypes in a way because yeah for whatever reason, I don't know enough about like culture and tradition to understand it or speak about it super intellectually, but it's like, I think anybody can acknowledge that um, 
groups like BTS, I'm talking about the male groups, are mm-hmm. like less stuck in traditional masculine gender roles than like European groups or American groups. Um, just with like the dedication to fashion, the colors that they'll wear, just jewelry. Um, and then it's, you know, after their first SNL performance, a lot of like assholes were tweeting about how like, how can women be attracted to, to, to these kind of people or whatever. And Cause they're um, very attractive. Like <laughs> Exactly. So it's sort of like, yeah, obviously there are still people that are like set in their ways, but even just sort of the backlash to that has been, I think, eye opening for a lot of people. Yeah. And then I, mean, I think like, hmm? there's, I think that like Cape, like, I know that um, a lot of these like groups started based on like, like, I know that um, the YG Entertainment, which is Big Bang and Blackpink's label, which is like the biggest label and has the most like controversy because it seems, I don't know, crazy, but they like started with like rap. And so a lot Mm -hmm. of these, I mean, pretty much every single one of the groups has like a rapper in it. I mean, BTS raps, don't they have? Yeah, they've got three rappers actually. Yeah. But like, I know that Big Bang is the same way, but Big Bang was a lot, like, there were certain people in there that was kind of more masculine, but obviously you still got, like, kind of the femininity, like, it's very, but all the, yeah, all the guy groups always have, like, I think it's probably the hair, I mean, because they're so, like, K-pop stars are so notorious for having a different hair color in, like, every single performance, like, yeah, I don't even know how their hair doesn't just fall right out of their head, but for the girls, a lot of it is wigs, but I think the guys literally just dye it, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, it seems like that wouldn't be sustainable, No, (laughs) but who knows. Especially, um, I'm assuming if you're from of Asian descent, you have dark hair. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how that's sustainable with bleach, but whatever. Anyway. But I agree I with you. I think, it, I think it's awesome that... Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. And it's just becoming... I don't know. So, for me, I think part of it, honestly, has been all the stuff from J.K. Rowling that's made me more just sort of aware of trans stuff and, like, understanding it better and understanding, like, the... A percentage of the population that has like just sort of hormonal differences like mm-hmm. people would have called them female but they don't have like the estrogen level of like most people and then like it really just it's just interesting and I feel like I'm meeting more and more people who sort of existing in the middle and I don't know it's just it's um yeah. I feel like it's happening to everybody, sort of, like it's becoming more and more of a thing, but it's been really, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it lately and like reading about it and then just, um, it's feeling more and more normal, which is like really, really cool. I think the intersection between Pride Month and the Black Lives Matter protests have been happening because yeah. um, like a black woman or a black trans woman through the first brick right at Stonewall is that what it was yeah I think so um, and I, so think, I think like the intersection between that obviously that's that's why it's a lot of yeah more people are aware of what and it's an urgent issue right now I think um, yeah. more black trans women have been killed so far this year than they were than were killed of the entirety of last year yeah. it's like, important mm-hmm. and I don't know it's just something that's been on my mind yeah. lately I think it should be on everyone's mind it's very important yeah yeah I'm thinking a lot about pronouns and like yeah getting used to new people's pronouns and I think through that you sort of um it changes the way you meet new people yeah I the thing happened to me the other day and I felt really bad about it but um I 
I think I've mentioned this before. I'm in like this group chat with Animal Crossing fans who are mm-hmm. Disney fans as well. And I, one person was like, hey, well, who wants to come to my island? I have all this free stuff. And I said, dude, I'd love to. And she's like, I'm not a dude. And I went in her profile and she, and her, she has her pronouns in her profile, her and she and her. And like, I didn't really realize it. Like, yeah. I've said dude my entire life and I wasn't implying she was a male or anything. Um, mm-hmm. But that could be offensive to someone if maybe they did transition. Like, I, I don't think this woman did. I don't know. But like, yeah. maybe she did transition and like, that's something that triggers somebody. I mean, it's just so hard because all mm-hmm. these things get ingrained into us over so long. And I yeah. felt bad, but I was like, I didn't mean any ill, like, obviously. But um I was like, yeah, it's just so interesting. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. saying just, hey guys, like that can be triggering to somebody or just offensive. And I don't know, I feel bad. <laughs> well, through the process of like in my own life, adapting to people's new pronouns, I've been like really thinking a lot, like that's been more on my mind is gendered language, like mm-hmm. queen, king, <laughs> sir, ma'am, yeah. uh, Mr. Mrs., like girlfriend, boyfriend, like there's a lot, there are a lot of words. And I used to do, <laughs> what are you guys whispering about? Mia wants to say something. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Once you're done. <laughs> I've been sort of, I used to like, when I was flirty, I'd be like, oh, hey boy, or whatever. When I was, like, when I was 30 years old, I used to do this. <laughs> no, no. When I was flirty. Um, what do you mean? Or you're like, flirty with me. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but like, I've just, I've been realized, recognizing all of that and then sort of changing it and trying to come up with like new ways. And it's really like, yes, it's definitely pervasive and like what we've learned and grown up with. And it takes some effort to change, but it's like also not that hard. No. Just, and I think even if you make yeah. an honest mistake, I mean, just correct yourself. I mean, and it's not on. like, yeah. as long as you're putting the effort people see that. So I found a really good tip that if you um, mess up someone's pronouns or identity, just you can like say sorry, move on and then um, use it correctly three times. Mm. Like doing that immediately helps you learn and it's like also sort of a good gesture and is like comforting. Yeah, there's like the thing in movies, or that's like if you see if every if something happens like three different times, that that's mm-hmm. the only way you remember it or whatever. Something yeah. about that number three. So I even do that in my brain if I'm thinking of someone and I accidentally misgender them, I mm-hmm. correct myself three times. I'm like, oh, they are a cool person. They like the color blue, and and they are really into Harry Potter. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, what are you gonna say, Mia? Oh, I was gonna just mention that like something that's weird like in my generation I don't know if that's like the correct way to phrase it Mia is 16 by the way so she's I was gonna mention that thank you (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) um something with my friends so all my friends at least in my grade are uh, younger because I'm one of the oldest in my grade um something Mm -hmm. that was really difficult for me just this past year as a freshman is one of my friends was um did tell all of us that he was wanting wanted to transition came up with it like had a new name and we wanted to respect his pronouns what was difficult, at least for us, was that his parents didn't support it. So whenever yeah. his parents were around, you would have to use she, her, and Ugh. her, like, dead name. But mm-hmm. what was difficult with him is that he would constantly be like, oh, I don't want this name anymore. I want to use my dead name. And he'd constantly, like, change his mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so that, hard. It must be hard just having, yeah, having one side, like, of your life. School, like, everyone's, re- yeah. Yeah, I just, I want to respect my friends, of course. It's just difficult when you're constantly changing your mind. <laughs> and I want to respect that you know what you want in your life but I need to know what like what your 
you know? I think it's probably, yeah, it's probably just that he kept, because of his parents, I'm assuming, I mean. It was really, he had a really tough life. I'm just gonna say that. It was hard. It was also hard because this person that was transitioning went to an all-girls school, so. And he, and he still goes there. Yeah, he still goes there. He's returning this coming up school year, and I'm just. I wonder, it's like, I wonder if these Catholic all-girls schools prepare for this kind of stuff. (laughs) They can't have prepared for this. But also, the school is aware that he's trans. But they're so low on enrollment that they just don't give a crap about like telling yeah. him, "Hey, you're a guy." Like, you also, know? that cannot be like you. That would be horrible if they yeah. just kicked him out. But oh yeah, I know that would be. But yeah, that's true. They're very low. On My old school has a very bad reputation, so if they let this kid leave, I'm sure it would just go downhill. But yeah, but, yeah. I think I think that like knowing you, Mia, and the girl um, that I nannied for years, like both of like when one of her friends came out as trans, like it was just like it just seemed like oh, okay, that's cool. Like, it was just, like, second nature to start, like, changing and stuff. I just, I don't know. I I like Gen Z sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. I don't like being a part of Gen Z (laughs) at all. But, No, I think. Okay. Awesome. So. What else would you Uh, Well, do you want to transition into my Glee update? Yeah, we should talk about, I don't know. Um, It's, are the glee curse and how sad everything is yes well this actually occurred to me before um maya passed which is interesting because it has to do with santana Mm. um and i'm like really sad we didn't get to talk about it beforehand because it was sort of going to be like a happy thing yeah but it'll be happy yeah so um like first of all we're like devastated and like yeah it's awful i think the one thing that I keep thinking of is just like what, how she saved her son. And then mm-hmm. like, that was just beautiful and horrific yeah. at the same time. But like, oh, yeah. <sighs> anyway, go ahead. I saw this. This is so dark. I was watching this interview with her and they asked like what three things she'd save in a fire. <laughs> and she was like, Josie, my diamonds and the dogs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, death. But also she'd save her son. And like, that's exactly how she went out. And I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, so when we were talking about Santana, um, about her, like, lesbian storyline, mm-hmm. I think I said that, like, it sort of felt like it came out of nowhere, um, especially because she was so, like, male-obsessed yeah. leading up to it, and I've had some um, personal revelations in my life recently, uh, not a full gayness, but, like, an interest in basically all people, which again is why I've been talking about trans stuff so much. So I would officially say that (laughs) that I am like pan, Mm -hmm. um, which is like bi, but just more inclusive, which uh, I'm also doing this on here to see how many people in my life listen to the podcast. (laughs) That's a good idea. I mean, this is the first time hearing of this and I mean, I listen to the podcast, so. Actually, I, mean, I, I just talked to you and then I upload it. <laughs> yeah, I really haven't told many people, like maybe like four people. So, yeah. But anyways, um, so I'm thinking and like anybody who knows me knows I've always been like very guy obsessed and like guy focused. And I've even said like, I'm like so straight, like I can't even imagine blah, blah, blah. So I think I've, and apparently it's very normal for people to like, not come to terms with it until they're like in their late 20s or mid 20s yeah because it's like especially if you're bi or whatever because there's like so many hetero options around you and it's just so much easier yeah um 
so yeah, there's, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like, and I think that ideally they could have gone into more of like a personal exp exploration of it and like, but I also think like it's cool, I don't know. I think it was sort of a mistake of accuracy, if that makes sense, the way the Santana character's story worked out. Um, so like it is representative of a lot of people but at the same time, it's, and also I don't understand why she wasn't bi if she was like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But also yeah. sexuality changes. It is actually like a thing for people to be mm -hmm. totally only into men and then only into women. I don't know. Every, everybody. And then again, as gender, we recognize that like, there's all this different gender stuff going on. Um, yeah. well, oh, and another thing I forgot to mention, we were talking about it earlier. <laughs> Um, apparently, and like everybody in the trans community apparently knows this, but, um, I had no idea that like, it was a thing in Native American culture, a third gender. Hmm. It was like a normal thing. It was super ingrained and like the people who identified with it had like- They didn't very... talk about this in Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> well, interestingly, a lot of, um, Native people now are Christian, mm -hmm. like through colonization and are yeah. very like homophobic and like transphobic, unfortunately. Um, uh, anybody who wants to sort of learn about it, I recommend watching We're Here, which is on Amazon Prime. Uh, they do an episode where they work with some people, um, I forget which tribe they're from, but so people like in some young queer folks in a native community and one of them is non-binary and like is super awesome and yeah, I would recommend checking it out and learning a little bit and yeah, I don't know. It's really cool and it sort of speaks to the fact that like this is a normal human thing and our culture will our culture and our way of understanding it is not correct and I don't know it's been like this lie we've been telling ourselves for generations so yeah. anyways that being said I did want to like mention how many people I saw come out of the not actually come out like I've already knew that they were they were gay but they came out and said how appreciative they were of Santana and like how yeah. important it was for them um, and I thought that was just great. It made me so happy that, and again, like, I think I talked about before, that was the, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's almost everyone's first, like, lesbian experience watching on a show. Like, it's insane. Unless they watch Buffy. Yes. Well, I did. Um, it's our generation's first. But I think it's also, I mean, the first Latina, like, obviously, there's a yeah. lot, we had a lot of firsts, and I'm very, um, I'm devastated that Nia yeah. is gone. And seeing how everyone, seeing all the cast, just completely who adored her. So. Yeah, it was definitely, like, this is so weird like what's wrong with me why am I like suddenly having this thing and is it just because I'm like so desperate to find someone and like stuff with guys hasn't worked out and well, then <laughs> we're in the middle of pandemic so <laughs> well, yeah no, um, but I was like <laughs> I just thought of her like yeah. first and I was like oh like okay it I don't know it really even if it's a fictional character and even if maybe it wasn't written perfectly it's like still means a lot and it's like something you latch on to in those moments so definitely yeah, yeah. definitely I, it's so ironic that just like a month ago I was like uh, it doesn't seem very like real like someone could just suddenly be into women <laughs> I'm just giving you a look it's fine no I yeah I think that's a good update I'm glad you shared that for sure I'm <laughs> <Thanks>. very glad <laughs> I had no idea when you told me you had like a something and I was like what Anyway. I know I wanted to be like keep it a surprise. No, I think that's awesome. Yay.
And now I can see who my real friends are that listen to the podcast. Why are you using a mug that has a B on it? Because it's my brother's. Yeah, but like it's because he's Ben. I know it's like very girly. Yeah, I was gonna say gender didn't know stereotypes. Mean, but it's I, I know your brother's not the super girliest guy, but it's a it's very got girly. flowers on it. But Beautiful. Ben had me do his nails recently and put in fairy hair and his hair's pink, so Okay. Yep. That's a good He's one. basically a K pop star. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to his next album. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, and the, anything oh I mean I'm really into Shits Creek too right now. Which ironically has a very prominent um pansexual character mm-hmm. who is like really some have you ever seen the show greg's been trying to get me to watch it for years you no. should definitely it's I like know. your humor like really like yeah you would the i think you would relate to the main characters in the same way i do they're like kind of offensive humor wise or like mean but it's but like there's that like beauty underneath i don't know i feel like that's very much our sense of humor yeah i would agree with that okay anyways I don't really have All anything right, else. Are on Club Penguin right now? <laughs> this, this whole thing was just an excuse for me to come out. Yeah, there you go. That's all. And you've been making so many butterflies. Tell us about your butterflies and where they can buy them. <laughs> on my Etsy, which you can find, I mean, it's AC Mooney, M-O-O-N-Y, shop on Etsy, or you can just find They're so beautiful. Etsy. I love that Julianne got some and posted about them, and they were so Yeah, and I put little intentions with like the colors and everything, I don't know. So they all like mean something or yeah, yeah. Like awesome. I've been looking at so many Etsy shops during this time too. I guess I'm becoming obsessed with Etsy as well because people are so talented. Yeah, there are the people that are just making face masks and like that's it and that's their entire business because they were like, oh, I can make money out of this. So I know, but you know, <laughs> and I've made plenty of masks, but I was like, I would feel weird. I don't know. I mean, I guess people do need to buy them, but I was like, I would feel weird like charging money for this essential thing. Yeah, my aunt was giving them out to like months and months ago, like in the beginning of March, my aunt made a bunch for a ton of people, like a ton of nurses and me and my family. Mm -hmm. But I think now she, like the place that she sells her crafts, like asked her to make some for them to sell. She's like, okay. Yeah. That's different. But yes, I agree. If you're just like, I don't know, here's a $20 mask that you need. Yeah. Yeah, Anyway. Okay. So I think that's pretty much, do you have anything else? Not really. I've just been listening to music and watching going down the rabbit hole of k-pop performances and yeah nothing nothing else. i mean still playing animal crossing <laughs> that's about it sounds good yeah yay. Well, yay love you bye okay bye <laughs> everybody's gay thanks for listening if you liked the episode feel free to give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice you can follow us on Twitter at ObsessNaturally or email us at anobsessivenature at gmail.com. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>